You're now tuned in to the show after the show. Special edition. I am your host, Ben Ready. Of course. Oh, I'm sorry. Ben the Blueprint Ready. Joining alongside of uh, some very close, close individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, we got uh, No Cut the Pimp. All right. <laughs> we got Mr. Pickles. Pickles in the building. <laughs> we have to drop the music for Mr. Pickles. <laughs> and we got 36 in the building. 36. What's up? <clears throat> How you gentlemen doing tonight, man? Oh, we good, man. Oh, real good. <laughs> everything, can, everything. Can, can you speak for them too? Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> they good, too. They good, too. Don't say nothing until I say something. Which one? <laughs> hey, my boy, uh, the nigga who do the beats for the show, that nigga made this shit. It's 80s. Uh, yeah, I like that. Little yeah, 80s, I, little I kind of like the 80s thing. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, okay, you went straight there, huh? Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay, Pickles. <laughs> Pickles went straight in. Woo-hoo-hoo! <laughs> Oh, there, there it go. Mm. Oh, let me fade this music yeah. out. Yeah, sound like me again. What'd you say? Sound like me again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, like I said, we are uh, live on <clears throat> the show after show, a very special edition, man. Um, You know, having everybody here at one time, it's been a minute. You know what I'm saying, and, and and we here, we made it here on a on a good note, not nothing, uh, not nothing sad and no passing. You know what I'm saying, uh, all Ken here, uh, one nigga thirty six. <clears throat> Explain to the people why you named thirty six. I'm thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> it, it don't get no plainer than that, do it? Because I'm thirty six. <laughs> when I'll be 37 I'll be 37 <laughs> Name change every year <laughs> Pickles Why your name Pickles? As a phallic object <laughs> That's why my name is Pickles Because you're a phallic object? Exactly Okay Dick That's what <laughs> He didn't put no cut on that <laughs> <laughs> Alright he's a dick Alright uh <laughs> No cut. He said it. Self-explanatory. There you go. Okay, no cut. 100%. 100%. Straight legs for no chase. Hello. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Stuff that's going on, I guess I guess I'll just shoot from the hip. Um, y'all seen the video with the, the chick that was killed by the police officer that was on the ground tussling with him in Texas? Mm-hmm. You familiar with that? Yes, yeah, I am. it went viral. Yeah, <clears throat> How, what's your guys' take on that? Was it was it uh self defense? Hell no, I'm gonna cut that off right there. Hell no, it, it wasn't self defense. No, it wasn't because you actually see him toss the taser just before he shoots her. Mm. If you look down to the right, just before the front of the car, you see him throw her taser down and shoots her. So, mm. yeah, it's not self defense. Now do you now do you think she actually did it hit him? Did it did he get tased and he snatched it out of him and then threw it? Well, his um, just based on <clears> my knowledge, his actions of a level of force was actually backwards. What I mean by that is you're supposed to use the pepper spray. You know, you're supposed to use the taser first. If that doesn't work, you're supposed to pepper spray. Not mm-hmm. vice versa, because if you pepper spray first and then use a the taser, right. pepper spray lights on fire, you 
which you call a roasted marshmallow. <laughs> so actually, because he didn't go to pepper spray after the taser, that's like a, a breach of policy on his part. I don't know what the department policy is, but that's what I would think. Which he still won't get in trouble. Maybe he'll do what? Uh, push some papers at the desk for a little bit. Worst case scenario, <clears throat> he probably get fired and then go get hired right now. Hired the in, in the next town yeah. over, next right. county. Yeah, that's the way mm-hmm. things go. Now, my whole thing was now we didn't see the video prior to that. So my thing is we don't know what happened, whatever the case. But my my thing is being like if I get pulled if I get pulled over, I roll all my windows down. <clears throat> you know, I sit my shit there. Hey, whatever it is, check my shit. I'm not I'm not with the back and forth. Do what you got to do so I can get on with my day. W- with this situation and we know the temperature with the police right now. The police uh, itching to kill black and brown people. Or maybe just people in general. Because some of them just want to kill. A lot of people get on the force to just kill. So, my thing is, why do people keep trying to go head on with the police knowing that they the are outcome. killing people? Yeah, the outcome. You know, the, it's not going to de-escalate. Right. After a situation goes to a certain point, I've never seen it go down after it went up. So, right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, if you can alleviate that from happening, I think person should. And as we say, you haven't seen the beginning video. That's how I felt about, like, what led up to this point right here. We just seen a person filming at a certain point right. and then going from there. So I don't know what led up to that point right there, but the outcome is – what you would expect it to be. Just, <clears throat> I mean, how many people actually win against the, the police these days? That's a, that's a training thing. That's, I mean, yeah, they don't, they don't win because police are actually trained to uh, exceed the level of force that you're matching them at. They're, mm-hmm. they're, a lot of them are not trained to de-escalate situations. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they're trained, like, if you go this, what you call it? They'll what you call it, you put pull it, you, you yeah. use your fist. They'll use weapons. If you use weapons, yeah, they got they got to one up you. Yeah, they always they're trained to one up you no matter what. Mm-hmm. So it's never a, a de-escalation situation with cops, unless you get like a, you know, uh, a veteran, a, a veteran, not even a veteran, because the veterans uh, they can actually engineer a situation where they actually shoot you and get away with it. That makes it more dangerous. I mean, but it, it more depends on the individual though. Yeah, it depends on individual. Because I mean, I've 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 been in a situation with cops where they've told me like, had I not been as experienced of a cop as I am, I had grounds to shoot you, and they really did. But since they was a veteran, they gave me a pass because they've been in a situation before and they know how the outcome would be. Mm-hmm. And they were some, I guess, clean cops, and they didn't take the steps that they could have took, which was justified. And shooting in a situation like that. But does, um, does the justification make it right? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But at the same time, you got to see what part the, the victim play in the situation. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and think about it, right? If Most of the time, the cops have the choice to use force if they, if they want or not. But, you know, um, even if, like the veteran cop told you, hey, if this is a rookie cop, well, the rules they have right now are supposed to be rookie-proof. Yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, that's an issue that that we that they're having as being law enforcement officers is that you get these guys who are rookies, you get these guys who really want to kill somebody, and the laws are archaic. 
So none of us evolving to change that to actually protect us. I think us. officers should go through a psychological evaluation. They do. Do they? Yep, they do. And you can't fail the psych test because it's each department. And this, I think they should um, make everything the same across the board. So each department has different parameters for the psychological test. So mean you, I can take three different tests from three different departments and pass two and fail one for no reason because I didn't meet the profile they were looking for. Mm. So they, they have a psych test. You go through polygraph. You go through all the, all this other stuff. But I think they should have um, more transparency, and they should have more um, evaluations from psychiatrists outside of law enforcement community. Right. He's gonna bump his head. <clears throat> now, when okay, so so with on the police force, I mean, is it shoot to kill? Or shoot to uh, absolutely shoot, shoot to, to kill. kill every time. It, it every ain't shoot to stop. No. Well, well, that's what I'm they saying. They don't want so, you in court. They don't want you to show up in court. So yeah, they, they don't kill you, right? You mm-hmm. saying they pop off all like twenty rounds that they're carrying, or they pop off just two just to wound you? That's what you can do. You sue to get city. Yeah, and they don't want that. Nah. The official mm. the official explanations. I didn't plan on killing you. I was just shooting to stop the threat. And I had to use lethal force to stop the threat. My, my, my question is, why when they shoot a person 12 to 19 times, they cuff them up right after? What harm is, the, is, um, is that? Is that person, that, the, the, the shell of the person that they used to be? Because after 19 shots, they're not harmful at all. Yeah, cause, yeah I done seen people Cuffed uh, up. up, dead. They they was dead, like lifeless. Yeah, and they still cuff them. On. That's like a that's yeah. like a slap in the Put face. Put your hands behind your back. You just, killed, you just killed me. <laughs> Put my hands on my back. I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> I'm double. <clears throat> you dead, dead. <laughs> and that's that's because of, that's because of the way they're trained. Remember, they're not thinking when they when they shoot rounds on you. They empty their magazines and stuff like that. They're mm-hmm. not thinking at all. They're going through procedure. Well, right. yeah, with the train, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go cuff him up. That's what I was. I'm telling him stop moving. Drop the gun. He's already dead. You blew his head off. Yeah. Drop the gun. Drop the gun. Drop the gun. They'll just keep doing like procedure over like a roll. Oh, so it's like a uh, what's that? What's that called? The Manchurian mature, candidate. Type yeah, thing? Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Oh wow. So it's like teaching Fido to take a dump after he do three circles. Yeah. So every time he do three circles, he dumping. Correct. No matter what's going on. No matter what's going on, he's gonna take you because you train the dog to do that. Okay. I got you. Mm. Now, <clears throat> so I, I wonder what what the uh, the outcome of that would be because we, I mean, of course they they gonna they gonna win. Like w- yeah. when the last time a cop actually lost? Well, there was one recently where, but the <clears throat> cop was like Middle Eastern and he killed like a white woman. He wasn't white and killed a black person. He was, I think, it was in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, I think he was Middle Eastern or something. He, he was something. And he killed a white woman, and they sent that nigga up, up the river. Yeah. And it, no, what was his reason for killing this white woman? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Uh, but I was he responding to a house call? Something happened. But it, it's funny that the one of the people that was sent up, you know, was sent up state that was a police officer, happened to be somebody that wasn't white. You know, mo- the majority of the time, the white ones is getting off. Mm-hmm. The ones of color, not so much. I would, I would like to see uh, um, a a black officer. If a black officer killed somebody white, 
and it was justifiable. Like, what would happen? They gonna send that nigga up? Like, are they are they gonna are they gonna uh, defend this nigga like they would a white a white one? No, is is it protect the boy us boys in blue and protect the badge, or nigga you black? Like all that shit, you kill somebody white. I can tell you from um, insider knowledge, um, they um, there's a lot of racial tension in departments. Right, I can imagine. I can tell you that right now. There's a lot, a lot of racial cliques, racial tensions, and no, of course not. They're not going to give you. Don't do me wrong. When when you're a, a person of color and a cop, you're still a cop, so you're still one of them. But you're not. You don't have the full status of being one of them unless you're vetted and recommended by one of them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like the mafia. Like, yeah, like valid. You got to be validated. Yeah, you got to be validated. Uh-huh. So you got to be liked by everybody. and Somebody got to speak up for you. Correct. And, right. Uh-huh. And they say, okay, he's cool. He can have a place, but as long as he sit down and be quiet. Yeah. You can have a place, but know your place. Correct. Yeah. And that's 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 the way a lot of, a lot of them work. And nobody's going to talk about it because you'll lose your career. And they can just screw with you and make you quit. Nobody right. really questions what they do. Right. I mean, <clears throat> so so e- so even being being behind the badge, you're not all the way protected. No, not at all. Actually, it's worse. It's, it's, not a, it's worse. It's worse. What's going on? Because right? you upfront and personal with it. Yeah, upfront and personal with it, but also your people look at you a certain way because you're you're one of them. Right. So now you're caught between. Mm-hmm. You're not accepted here, you're not accepted there. Correct. Yeah. That's 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 a bad situation to be in. You know, you I mean, you, you, you have to have a lot of respect um before you go in. Uh and that's and, they, and that's one thing they hate that's you can go you have a neighborhood and have respect to the people in the neighborhood and they hate that. Mm-hmm. Because that means you know, you're one of them. You're not one of us because they don't see people like that as actual being people. Yeah. You you remember? I don't know if it was like that for y'all when y'all was kids. When I was young, nigga used to wave at the police. You know what I'm saying? The wave at the firemen go by. Now I wave at the police now. Okay, <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you. All cops aren't bad cops. Facts. So mm-hmm. if if you treat me with respect, I treat you with respect. I also believe that a lot of situations and outcomes come from how you address them when you encounter with the cops. Yeah. I'm speaking from experience. Depending on how you popping off, right? Right. I've had, I've never had nothing bad happen to the point where um, anything physical or things, like I said, when I had to, in, to run in with the cop, he told me off top, he said, that if I wasn't a veteran, me being, you know, I would have been nervous, I would have shot you, but me knowing how certain situation scenarios turn out, I didn't take those steps. So I know I gotta take into consideration all cops aren't bad cops. They have cops that ride by and wave. They you know they're familiar with you and they know what kind of you up up upstanding citizen. Then you know they just wave at you and everything and they know you're not doing anything or bad or anything like that. So <clears throat> I know a lot of situations when cops first approach you, sometimes it starts off Escalated, sometimes it can be escalated. It just does not de-escalate. I was wondering why is that? 
But a lot of times, you know, it might just be a traffic stop. It just start off as a traffic stop. It can turn into something else. I've seen it happen, not particularly myself, but I have seen things growing to some beyond traffic stops. You have to de-escalate it yourself. Well, I won't. If it's myself, I'm not going to let it escalate. That's what I'm talking about. So uh, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to trigger off anything to make you go outside of. Well, one thing I'm not. I'm going to say this off top. I'm not a yes sir, no sir kind of guy. Me particularly, I feel like when you start using that sir word, you're you hiding something, or you're guilty of something, and you're trying to. If you don't use it, compromise. Yeah, like right, right, right. so, I'll just be like officer or whatever, or I'll just talk to the person. When you start using that sir, I've just seen so many times that sir come out to be you're trying to kind of get the cop away from you because you're you're guilty of something, some type of crime that's taking place that you don't want them to figure out. So I don't do the sirs. I don't, I don't, that's a submitting to me too. Sir, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I just don't use that. I don't sir them either. I no. just talk to them like they regular I just people. talk to them, yeah, really. Like, hey, let's, going? We're going to build a respect level from here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to respect you. You're going to respect me. Let's do what you came to do, and right. let's leave it at that. You're going to give me a ticket so I can get on? Or? Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. You yeah. know, if, if you're trying to play some tricky word game to try to get inside the car or whatever, I'm a taxpayer, so um, do whatever you need to do, man. I, I know y'all got certain ways to persuade your way to get into this and that Do by way of questioning. Are you on probation or you? <laughs> You know, da, 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 all that type of stuff like that. Okay, you, you this is not a traffic stop. This is something you're trying to escalate into something. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do. Let's get it out the way. I know it's a violation on your part, but let's just get it out the way, man. I'm not your person. <clears throat> the person you're looking for to have an altercation with, I'm not your guy. Yeah. Go find your guy. Now, somebody else that might work well into your favor. They're looking if for you, you to. You get the blah, 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 blah. They want you to be combative. Oh, yeah. And then the second car pull up, not, not things is out of context. Uh-huh. When that second troop, boom, okay. Now we got a situation. Mm-hmm. And you still remain calm. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying oh, to get yeah. to that point where that second one have to pull up. Because that the means. The second one's going to pull up anyway. Yeah. I mean, a lot of situations. I mean, especially if you roll in um, one person per. Um, cruiser, yeah. Right. Second one, pull up, jump out for support or whatever. The thing might get out of hand or whatever. It ain't there. I'm a, but in a situation like that, I'm gonna try to talk to the most level-headed one because everybody pulling up ain't on the same page. Mm-hmm. Some been around the, the um, been around a station for years and know how to handle situations. Been are familiar with situations like this and know how to handle it. And they become some of them do. Some come and turn things up. And get the other person turned up. So I want to keep it on a level. Let's handle this, whatever you're trying to handle. Do I get a ticket or whatever? Let me go. I'm not causing no trouble. Let me go. Mm-hmm. You know. I remember when I got pulled over going to work like 5 o'clock in the morning, right? And this cop like pulls out of the, the gas station, trying to cut me off because I have to right away. I'm going down the street. Mm-hmm. So he pulls over. He stops. He, he follows me. All until I get to the job, just about like a block away from the job, and he hits the lights. So I pull over, roll all my windows down. So I got ten in the back, right, mm-hmm. and turn the dome lights on. Put my hands on the steering wheel. Walks up. Uh, I saw you were speeding. Uh, where are you on your way to? Heading to work. Okay. Um, why you all your windows down? Like so you can see inside my car because I don't want you to just. 
in my head, I'm thinking, I don't want you to, yeah. to um, feel threatened. Feel threatened by the yeah. tents or you think somebody's in the back. You can't see anything, yeah. So he was like, well, when you, when you took off and made that right, I thought you were trying to run from me. That's why I lit you up. So by that time, the second car got there and the other guy got out. He gets over to the, the right passenger mm-hmm. side. He's just looking mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. for support. Mm-hmm. He's like, so where are you heading? I'm on my way to work right here. Oh, you work right there? Oh, oh okay. All right, everything cool, man. You can go ahead and take off now. <laughs> Simple like that. Right. Because they thought it was going to turn into something different. He thought it was going to have like an attitude or something with it. Attitude, be on some illegal shit. That's what he was aiming for. Right. When mm-hmm. it didn't turn out like that, he had to let his partner go, hey, this ain't one of the ones. Right. It's a chess game. You play a chess game in traffic. Out here in the street, you play a chess game. Exactly. It could mm-hmm. go bad. It could go good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll say at, at the initial point, it kind of go by how you said it. Because they're ready to get stupid. Yeah, hand on the trigger. Yeah, yeah they walk up with it like, cock like Western what? Day. Like, yeah, the interview was like, <laughs> they got one hand on the trigger, one hand on the door knob handle <laughs> to pop your ass out the car. <laughs> Act like you don't want to get out that car and everything. It's rock and roll. For <clears throat> right. It's rock and roll. One of the things people fail to realize is, um, and exactly what you said, both of y'all are like one hundred percent on point. Um, <clears throat> if two people walked up to your car. With their gun out or their gun in their waist and they grab their car, and you don't know them. You're automatically going to think this is a bad situation. Off top, so, off top. So I need I need to stay calm. So I don't know if they're going to shoot me or not. That's the way you need to treat them. Like they're two normal people who have their hand on their guns who pulled you over to stop you. And we keep thinking that they owe us something because they're officers of the law, and you have to understand those are people. So there's no difference between them and two civilians who. Stopped your car and walked up to your car, because you act totally different. Two civilians walked up with two guns on them. You you be trying to like de-escalate the situation, right? But because they're a public servant, you know I'm gonna get the mouth and off. So I always go by these words: is be compliant and sue them later. Mm-hmm. You know that's one of the things that uh, people fail to. <clears throat> one of these people fully realize be, be completely compliant and you know that's that's why you don't see them shooting Jewish people or Asian people mm. or anybody with a community that has money and lawyers on red which call it because they'll sue them and they'll keep suing them and even if you don't win the lawsuits they'll spend money defending the lawsuits right it's all about money mm-hmm. you know so that's one of the things I always tell people make sure you have a uh, a dash cam Apply yeah. it and treat them like they're two people that you don't know, because everybody look at public servant. And you think I, well, I can just talk crazy to them; they can't do nothing to me, and you're wrong. They're two people you don't know who has guns, who who's authorized to kill you. Right. That's no mm-hmm. difference. That's no difference than a gang member to me. Right. Yeah. They say they say the, the police is the biggest gang. Yeah. You're two hundred percent right. That's no different than a gang gang member. You know, you you roll up and two gamers roll up to your car. And say, hey, where you from? Let me, let me talk to you real quick. You know they ain't trying to kill you, so they're trying to figure out what's going on here. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. Uh, there's very few people who's gonna present themselves differently than trying to de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. But we can keep thinking that oh, these are public servants, and I can talk to them like they're robots, and I can do this. You're both all, all three are 100 percent on point. But treat them like they're regular people who walked up with a gun to see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I can say about that. Okay, so so uh, prior to the. To uh, us recording, we had a conversation about the boxing uh, tonight. Uh, what's the dude name? The heavyweight that's keeping heavyweight so, boxing Deontay, alive. Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder knocked out the fluke. Oh yeah, his name was uh, Brazil. 
in Brazil. Now we talked about how well you you talked about how the punch, the punch look hard. Or the right, punch did look, look hard, but getting up he looked like he was stunned, like really like off his rocker. The punch didn't look like no, no hellified punch like with, with power on it like that. But he went down, flopped on the canvas, got up at the nine count, which ten was null and void. He gets up, he hangs on the rope, he's out. Okay, but. I was like, well, you know, boxing, I'm a boxing fan. I'm not even a casual boxing fan. I'm an adamant boxing fan, and I'm like, I look at how the boxing world go. I know it's a business, but I see how they judge fights and how they match fights and how the winners become who more lucrative. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If 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 a boxer fight and no one goes down, the more popular boxer is the winner. That's how it happened. Oh, okay. that's the way it go. Who can I make the most money off of? Who's the fan favorite? So like it. So basically, if it go twelve rounds, if it go twelve rounds, it's a it's a, it's a crapshoot. Because mm, I- that's why you don't want to go to the judge's decision. Unless you unless you dominated a whole fight and it's so one sided that they be like I gotta give it to this person. Nice. If it look like a six and six fight, the fight going to the person that's more profitable. You see what I'm saying? That's just me observing shit and match it, seeing how shit matches up. It's it's really a business. It's been like that forever. That's where the promoters come into play at. Why why we need why we need somebody to um, negotiate a bigger purse for me? What? That person not boxing. This is a business. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? You got your Bob Arams. You got your uh, the cat from the UK. I can't think the ones for Anthony Joshua with. And um, they got a few promoters around right now. Now Al Heyman. Yeah, Al Heyman. I forgot about Al Heyman. Yeah, I had to mention Al Heyman because him and Bob Arams are two top. I don't watch boxing. Now, okay, we we gonna we gonna get into that. Um. So that's why a lot of people be was upset with uh, Floyd Mayweather outcomes in some of his fights. Some people feel like he 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 lose, but to but me he just a, a scorecard fighter. Like he's going to he, he is yeah he's a technical boxer, yeah. which meaning is he's actually calculating every punch. He's doing what the judge is doing. When they count, he's counting with them. So if they had a dispute on. His count, he'll say, well, I counted as da-da-da. And he probably can go across the board and show you where he landed those punches, which rounds it was in, and how accurate he was with those punches. He's a technician. He's a technician. So he went went into boxing with a judge's mentality on how they scored. Mm. That's why he's like... Like James Harden, right? (laughs) Manipulating the rules? Well... His, his fights are not entertaining, though. No? No. Nah. Well, yeah, I, one of the reasons why I don't, like, really watch, watch a lot of sports or in boxing in particular because sports are nothing more than another form of politics. I mean, see, personally. And understanding the concept, what that was taught to me, that good business, every good business is rigged. Right. In mm. some shape, form, or fashion, you know? You know, I'm not saying that fighters are bought off or fighters are throwing a fight but you can actually shave the odds in one direction or other by outside factors. What I mean by the refs and the judges and the popularity and the matching, you can actually 
manipulate mm-hmm. certain outcomes just from like soft, what I call soft manipulation. Okay. And I see that a lot in a lot of sports, you know, um, just like when, when you had the, the guys who had the, the flat uh, footballs. Yeah, you're talking uh, about Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, what was the name of that shit? Uh, oh, Flake, I, I heard Flake, about that. Yeah. Flake Gate, something yeah, like that. Gate. Yeah, and, and that, that's been going on for a long time. They just got caught. Somebody snitched. I think, I don't know if somebody caught. Somebody, somebody snitched. Somebody got mad. Mad. Oh, oh, you ain't going to give me that, that bonus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, these niggas flattening these balls. Well, think about it, right? Pause. On the regular. Pause. <laughs> but think, think about this, right? Um, even with the gloves, the sticky gloves. Mm-hmm. They had that for a very long time. Yeah. You know? So, you know, all this stuff is, all, all these little nuances can actually have like a synergy to push things to our outcome that you want uh, politically. When I say politically, not not like uh, political as far as like presidential or whatever, but popularity when everything is political with them. So pretty much it's gambling. Like you go to casinos and you you bet on, you know, what would you call it, uh, blackjack or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. All right. You know, it's just it's just a popularity contest and it's just it's rigged. You're watching. You're watching. I'm not saying all is rigged, but you're watching something that's not pure. Okay. I can't. Right. Can't deal with that. Now let me ask you guys: if you, if you guys was boxing, you boxers, and uh, if you win. Let's say you won ten million, mm-hmm. but you know a promoter came to you like we know you could whoop his ass. We'll give you fifteen million to throw it. I wouldn't do it. Will you throw that fight no. for for an extra five million? <clears throat> that's a uh, that's something I wonder about too. It depends on, on a lot of fights. All they dangling in front of you, they could, they could um, threatening you and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was to say. I, I feel that there are boxers that have been propositioned and they can't say anything about it. I do feel like it is boxers that have been done like that. And mainstream I, like, I don't think they have the option to say yes or no. Right. Yeah, it's like a this is what's gonna happen, this is what you're gonna get. Fuck this sport. This sport is a business. And this is what you're gonna do. You can't go say nothing about it because you're O D. You'll die of some drugs that <laughs> some pain meds that from boxing O C D. I mean, what's it called? What's, what's the difference between, between that and Harvey Weinstein? What's the no difference? You know, no, uh, it, it's not a difference. It's not. It's not. I mean, think about it. If you go to a hotel, meet me at the hotel at this particular time, you already know what's up. Right, right. You know exactly. Um, I, I don't I don't think they tell you to throw the fight, but I do think they tell you and I, like I said, I don't know, but I would speculate that um, they tell you to not knock him out. Right. Mm. Go easy on him, right? Yeah, because, yeah. because uh, Vegas, they have a bunch of crazy, weird bets. Mm-hmm. Bets. Mm-hmm. Make it past the third, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot is riding on that. And I was wondering, like, how do they profit from all these different kind of bets? It's, it's got to be a system set up to where mm-hmm. they're going to win no matter what. And they don't, I mean, it, allegedly, they don't know how what the outcome going to be unless they design it a certain way. So that's going like that dude got knocked out tonight first round. It looked like a lay down move to me, man. And it, Okay, one thing I look at on fights is the hype. The hype behind a fight, every fight is hyped and crazy. I get it. That's the marketing strategy, and they're selling a fight. You're selling the fight. Yeah, so. that nigga talking about, yeah, he want to step in the ring, I'm going to kill him. 
I'm going to yeah, kill all him. that. You, you you did something to my brother and all that shit. So it's like, okay, this is a new type of hype here. Y'all got some out the ring shit that doesn't happen. You know, I say you did something to my brother. Yeah, you did something to my brother. You jumped him at the buffet and some shit. <laughs> Hit him in the back of the head. That's what that said. Uh, some fried that, rice. that was some new shit. So you're like, oh, this might be something for real, you know? That nigga said, and you then, beat him up at the buffet. You get your ass kicked at the buffet, nigga. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to fight at the buffet. I mean, think about yeah, it, right? Hey, you, Why, you, yeah. drop your plate? you got like six plates in you already. You won't take an L. <laughs> So you got to talk your way out of it. You got to talk your way out of it. You know what I'm saying? I got like, six plates in there. And, you, that nigga. and you, your stomach hurting like you got poo-poo too. You know what I'm saying? You got to take a dump. That nigga said poo-poo. Don't ever say poo-poo <laughs> live on, on the air, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they brought some curse words, huh? But you got to think of it like this. Like, if it was rigged, you can make it look good if you tell the guy to take a fall, right? So he, he going to go into the ring and... Not even defend himself to get stuck. Oh, like like shut down at a certain point. Or like I'm just gonna leave this open. He gonna hit me with the right, but he not he not knowing that he's gonna hit him with the right. But I just do it like this. Yeah, it look good. It, yeah, yeah. Maybe the guy he's fighting don't even know. Like you might know, but he yeah, don't know. But he don't know. At some point, I'm gonna fall. It's gonna look good because I, I'm leaving we, myself we, open. We, we weren't both in on this. Right. Correct. It wasn't scripted. I know what to do. He don't know what to do. He's gonna do what his he's best. Gonna, yeah. He's gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna swing on him. Yeah. He's gonna do his best. Oh, he's open. It's gonna look real. Right. Yeah. That's why I don't watch it. It could be. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, it's man. Money, money really, really, really makes the world go round. Yes. Yes. From every aspect. Money is it from gas to medicine to sports. What is money? Piece of paper. Piece of paper. Um, money is con- control of the control of things in the world. What? What you? What's your take on money? What is money? I'm pretty much just uh, a tangible medium for desire. Okay. What you want? It's pretty much what it is. I mean, if you if you really study it, it doesn't mean it doesn't worth anything. The only worth that you have is what you wanted to be worth, or what you want, or what you could buy from it. From money, right? Hmm. You know, so you know they they understand this and they understand that how people think and instinct of the, in, the human instinct, and they can manipulate people. I mean, think about it. everybody's being manipulate, manipulated now. We all may be manipulated. By the stuff they tell us to do. Man, look. Hey, watch this. Watch this sport. Watch this. Watch that. That's why. I, I, that's why. That's why I don't watch. I don't watch sports. Boxing. I used to watch MMA. This is going to be boxing, <clears throat> MMA, one or the other. Or maybe both a little bit. But I don't really watch sports because logically thinking... What is the underlying purpose of these sports for us to pay attention to? What, what is this, what is this doing? I, I, it's I don't, programming. I don't, I don't, yeah, that's what I don't get. It's I all, don't get it. And where's all these millions of dollars coming from? Well, it's to make money. They program you to consume what you know. Um, remember the the basic currency, the current currency that we have in our society right now is attention. Yes, I see. That's a big deal. Attention. Whatever you pay attention to makes money. You know, and they understand that. So that what, what they're going to do is go, okay, well, pay attention to this, pay attention to that, pay attention to this. We're going to rig that. It's a it's a casino. It's a giant freaking casino and a TV show. 
I mean, one of the things that I, I learned is I, I started watching TV and I didn't, I started to notice my brain was actually, um, programming, being programmed from the TV, right? Because mm-hmm. you look at these people, right? And think about it, all the archetypes with, and it's still, it's still bad, but all the archetypes that you see on TV are white male. And I'm not saying like being racist or anything, but white male and their leadership. And you might have a few, few cases of diversity, but most of them will be white male. And, and I had to keep telling myself, I started to see myself started to respond different to white male, white male authority than black male authority, Mexican male authority, Asian male authority, because I'm being programmed to respond a certain way to white male authority. So what I started doing, I started watching TV. I, I cut down on my TV, and then when I did watch TV shows, I was telling myself, none of these people that you see on the screen mm-hmm. are capable of doing the job of the character that they're portraying. Yeah, it, it's like a on, on and off switch. They jump in. That's like uh, Denzel Washington in that, uh, what's the name of that movie, man, where he... he, he the the uh, Part two of the... Uh, yeah, equalizer. equalizer. Right. Mm-hmm. That nigga can't move like that. That nigga bent, right. fucked up fingers and shit. Like he ain't moving like that. <laughs> oh no, they fixed it for him. He got his fingers he's, in the mix. He's bowlegged. <laughs> yeah, but pigeon toe. Oh yeah, bowlegged. Yeah, bowlegged. Yeah. It's good to the motherfucker to watch it, but I mean, that's that. Well, that's the well, thing that, that, that can come like David Carrot in Kung Fu. He wasn't doing all that shit. Your brain will tell you that when you see these archetypes that most of them can actually do the jobs. When you start seeing these people that fit these particular characters, which is usually white males, mm-hmm. you know, dominant white males, you automatically think these guys are superior. These guys are, that's like this back in the seventies when the Kung Fu craze, What's that, every Kung Asian, Fu? every Asian guy, when you looked at him back in the seventies, he can do Kung Fu. He did not know how to do a Kung Fu. I mean, that's when everybody started coming out with these martial arts schools and, you know, before MMA kind of crushed all of them. You know, everybody was, you know, teaching karate this and this type of karate and stuff like that because every Asian guy who knew some type of secret karate thing came out with their own kung fu style and now they're all getting whooped on by MMA guys. Speaking of that, real quick, the the dude with the chi. You ever seen, you seen that? the YouTube dude? You, you seen that? It's a guy that, that key, he's supposed to be key master. It's key, key master. master. He's he supposed to be so in tune with his chi, like <laughs> he could he could hit niggas without hitting them. You nah, ever seen that? Uh-uh. So he he got he got his own he got his own dojo or class. I mean, his own dojo. That's what that's what it is. Yeah, a dojo of, of actor niggas. Power who, of suggestion. Who sit there and they run up to him. He just and they jumping away. He throwing his hands at him like he like he hitting them. Yeah, and them niggas like from here here to where the uh, pickles is, and them niggas just falling back like, oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and they, they had that Must nigga fight. Yes, they had that nigga fight uh, a real motherfucker. And he had to do him like that. The funny part, he was so... They signed waivers. Who did? Him and uh, the key master. To fight? To fight. Look, he was so lost in his own bullshit mm-hmm. that he thought that shit was going to work when he fought old boy. The nigga ran up on that nigga going like this. Shit ain't working. Like, <laughs> like he had a controller in his hand. You know, your controller go out and you just yeah. slapping the buttons, slapping yeah. the joystick. <laughs> he grounded me out. <laughs> hey, that nigga got the dog the shit mouth. beat Back, out his ass. We see when he first got hit, he was like, he just hit me. 
Yeah, I can't believe it didn't work. Nobody, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah, the chi guy wasn't working on that nigga. Man. Then you try to air slap him, see what's going to go like this. <laughs> Yo, cut it. It's hilarious. I, uh, I'll show you after this. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, no, I never heard about him. And he got the dog, and he older too. <laughs> He's like seven. He was like twenty five. He didn't do like that. Was he black? Nah, nah he was, he's like Asian. He was Asian on Asian oh, crime. Hey, that oh, other nigga. Hey, you know they blackballed the dude. They came. They, they, they needed to. The one, the one, he, the one that whooped on him. They blackballed him. He, he fucked should, up their money. He should have done that. I mean, I mean, talking about his country. They blackballed him from years. Wow, because he was he was that's like the faith healing man. Yeah, but they did. He did sign a waiver to. Like if they die from it, they both signed it. Well, you know, uh, if he dies, he dies. Yeah, and this the Russian, this Ivan Drago, the, the same guy was on a uh, TV show uh, years earlier, and they had him uh, hooked up equipment. And one of the one of the things that he can do is ring a bell with his voice because of the, the pressure and the sound wave, right? And that was actually designed to kind of throw you off, to startle you. Mm-hmm. Why they go for the weapon? So they would yell. Right, like this kind of start of you, and it's it's not like we prepare for fights. Like, ah, you know, somebody go boom. Like, what's the name came in and uh, Nick came in, ah, and I jumped like that. Yeah, that's what they would do to get you to get a startle response and then stab you in the neck with something. Yeah, they wanted to assassinate you. Oh, oh. yeah, and they wanted to assassinate. So, was assassinate? Wasn't a fighting technique? Was actually assassination technique, and. The the problem he got caught up in the same thing. They watched too much. I'm not saying TV, but they watched too much. Archetypes that saying, okay, well, this guy can do this stuff, and he can't. So he was caught up in his own, what you call it? His brain was telling him, just that's what I'm talking about, that faulty thing with the uh, brain. Yeah. His brain was telling him, you can do this. This works. This works because you're training your brain, watching these guys. You, you already told these guys to fall out the way. And you're training your brain over and over again, every single day, I can make these guys fall away. So guess what your brain's going to do? That I'm really doing this. It's After a while, mm-hmm. as you keep training, it's like I'm really doing this. Correct. <laughs> I want to know the 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 mental of the niggas who's jumping out the way. Are they weak minded? Very. Like, is it really worth? Like, what you get out of being a, a, a dummy? It's like cult out followers. of this. They're they're not being dumb. They're actually. Um, and it, I, and it's, it's not just them. I see across the board. I mean, if you look at all these challenges that come out, it's the same thing. Psychologically, if you boil it all the way down to psychological components, it's really the same thing. What makes you so dumb that you're going to participate in something which you know what the outcome is? Yeah. That, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, that's some, uh, as they say in Philly, that's some nut shit right there. It's because the, one of the most strongest human needs is to be a part of a pack. They want to feel. Uh, let me guess. They they uh they mom was never home, and they want to feel. They uh. They they didn't feel they felt a certain way and 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 wanted to be accepted like gangs. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay, so what you think about a cut? Um. Uh, My view on it is um, a lot of stuff, man, is, is social media driven, followers, clout chasing. It's it's really easy to become um, famous nowadays for a little bit of nothing. Like I said, I've came from watching 
people with talent really do talented things. And now I see people with no talent become famous from doing non-talented things. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince said before, use your computer, don't let your computer use you. Mm-hmm. Why saying by him? And a lot of us let our computers use us. You know, if you don't, if you don't own your masters, your masters own you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. If pretty much yeah. as MK. <laughs> thank, thank you. You know, pretty much as MK Ultra. Uh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't know about that, but I do. Yeah, yeah. and that's. I mean, if you think about it. The, the goal is, if you look at something, you have to be talented, and long and long as talent played a factor. Um, that they couldn't control, like genetic talent, um, mm-hmm. situational talent. Right. I mean, I mean, it's like nature and nurture. As long as that played yeah. a factor, they couldn't control that. Right. The moment that they tricked everybody and they started manufacturing celebrities, they didn't need talent, and Mm-mm. they could just rip rip what they wanted from your culture. Because we're we're talented. We 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 set the benchmark for music. And the mo- and I I seen how I seen how they slowly start manufacturing these celebrities who really I mean music even pop pop culture we set the benchmark for it, and I see them slowly like manufacture these stars or these celebrities that are they don't have they're they're not known for anything but other than some executive what you call the industry plant that's what they are right you know some executive um you know decided to make them a uh, make them a star. And that's the only thing they're known for, you know. So you now the industry, what you call the industry, the, the executives, the corporations control who is popular. It's not based on talent, but it's based on what they tell you who is talented. It's right. based on what they tell you. Yeah, and not mean to cut you off, but I'm glad you said that because I was telling somebody about a day or two ago that they push people in front of you, make you receptive to that particular person. Versus having an option of picking who you want. They kind of like guard it down you, guard it to you to the point where you start liking it. You start liking it. Mm -hmm. I mean, myself, I've seen myself start um, being more receptive to something I knew wasn't talent. And I was like. Because you're hearing it 24-7. 24-7. What they call it, heavy rotation. Uh Heavy rotation, synchronized playing. I start to hear it. It start to grow on me. It start to sound good. If I don't have no other outlet or nowhere else to go with it, I will become um, a slave to that sound, and I will take that in and, and consider it. And I, I see how the, how it works. I see how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, and that go with uh, celebrities too. That go with musicians, uh, athletes. I believe everybody that's been a star to us in our eyes, there have been two or three other people that were just equivalent, talented, or more. Mm-hmm. That didn't get that chance. That's, I, I'm, a, I'm a, for, for for instance, I'm, they talked the Beyonce thing. I'm like anybody with that chance and the right backing could have been a Beyonce. A lot of people could have exactly. been a Beyonce, but they put that one person in front of our faces and built this person up to the point where this is the ultimate entertainer in our eyes. And why did they use her? Why did they use her? Yeah, a lot of people don't understand why did he use her. I really don't know why to use her. I don't know why to use you her. You know, it's how they broke Destiny Child apart. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and she was probably the one that was willing to do what they wanted to do. So one of the things they do, they proposition, they create it, they find out who the head start of a group is, and they'll proposition the people in the group. Right. It happened to Jay Z. So Jay Z was Jay Z, but you had Dame Dash, you had a little with, with uh, Rockefeller Records. Uh-huh. Jay Z was the one that was willing to <coughs> do what they wanted him to do, and that's why they kicked out uh, Dame Dash and everybody else right. because Jay Z was the one that because because they ball. they orchestrated mm-hmm. Jay Z in a way to get Dame Dash out of that business. Jay Z's a plant, right? And like I said, that's just my opinion. And like I said, I'm not, I got nothing against Jay Z, but you know, I, I have questions. I'm, I'm rephrase that. I'm not saying he's a plant, but I have questions about his um, role in Rockefeller because think about it. If I wanted to dismantle your organization and to control it, I would use somebody close to you. I would use somebody that you're partner with. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not going to send something from the outside. And that's one of the things I, I say about our communities. Our communities are so screwed up that any organization being paramilitary government or whatever or political can run operations in our communities around operations and our sectors of business. And it goes unnoticed because we have so much chaos going on in our communities and sectors of business. So, what was that? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> with, with that situation, that, that shit is still questionable. And then it's like, Nigga, you ain't even after all these years, you ain't even tried to fix it. Now they didn't sat and had uh, you know, conversations or whatnot, but it's like this nigga was fighting for you. I don't know if y'all seen that video mm-hmm. where he Gotta went them, when he went in them offices and like, how the fuck y'all having a business about mm-hmm. my artist without me? Right. And my company, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was fighting these niggas, he was fighting the Leors and, and all these uh the Kevin Lyles and all these niggas. And them niggas was tucking their tail and walking up out of there. This nigga was fighting. They don't they don't they didn't want a nigga that was fighting. Mm-hmm. They wanted a nigga, they wanted the the, the tap dance. Uh-huh. They yeah. got one. Compliant. They want somebody gonna comply. They, they want somebody who's who they and it's, it's CIA. I mean, if you read like the CIA and I'm not saying I've read the handbook or anything like that, but there are several uh, literature out there on how they operate overseas and how they uh, I know one is called an economic hitman it's a really good book economic hitman the, the economic hitman for and, those that's listening economic hitman and um, and it's, it's pretty much how they run operations overseas they have these plants that go into these organizations uh, into political structures uh, and they actually disrupt countries and it's happening to us you know, a lot of people don't understand. Like, oh, this is the stabilization that we have. This is other, this is the effect of other countries influence inter- interfering with our po- politics and music. They have politics, and they have people who go in there and they cause chaos. Those are the people that are going to raise them. I mean, they might be your homeboy. They're going to test everybody. He's going to be your, your agent. Like everybody who works for the CIA is not a CIA agent. I'm, I mean, ninety percent of them are not CIA agents. They're they're what you call. Um, for lack of a better, I'm going to use the term. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to. I'm purposely going to not to use uh, the correct terminology for it. But um, for the lack, they're contractors. Okay. I will go in your organization and find out what the leadership is and test every which one of them. Right? I'll get something on them, whatever, and say this is what I want. I want. You, I'm going to have you take over, but I'm going to guide you. And once you take over, you're going to be part of our organization. You're going to take orders from me. It's like having a handler, right? Yeah, it's like have, I'm, I'll be the handler. Yeah. So I will come to you. Let's say. 
Jason and you are, um, or 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 um, John, use the word named John. You know, um, use the word John um, or Bill. Let me see. Yeah, Jason, John, and Bill, right? Okay. So use the words Jason, John, and Bill, and um, um, and you worked, been ready, and you worked with them. So let's say I I, I tell them you don't want that's I I can get something on and get and manipulate you whatever 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 vice that you have I can manipulate you. I would say okay, I want you to start doing stuff. I want I want you to start discording the. the organization I'm going for mm-hmm. and you're I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you step by step you're gonna be an agent of mine you're gonna be a, I'm in your handler but you're gonna be an agent you're not part of the the corporation but you're an agent so what I'm gonna do I'm gonna tell you I need you to do this and this and this to cause discord I'm gonna talk to these guys and I'm gonna make them put in a position where they're gonna X everybody out but you and you're gonna have the whole pie to yourself that yeah that's exactly what went down and Jay-Z has uh it it was uh, other things that transpired. Like they somehow they they got them to sell the company. Mm-hmm. So and then they end up selling it back to Jay Z for like peanuts. It's in a clause already when you sign. Well, like I think they're a partnership with Interscope. So it's in a clause already when you sign these partnerships. Um, there's thousands of papers of of legal documents you got to go through. And a lot of people don't have the lawyers or the or or the money to pay the lawyers to go to legal documents. Or the or the patients. Or the patients. So there's clauses where we can buy you out. We get the majority of a, of the vote. Right. So that you know we want to put in the hands of somebody's gonna play ball and follow our 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 uh, directives. Um, I think like they they they. Took it, sold, sold it for peanuts. And, and, and the thing with Jay-Z is even to this day, like, okay, I think the way that he's going now is he's trying to make up for the shit he did back then. He's real, like, pro-black now. And that's fake. I'll tell you that right now. That's all fake. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Um, there's a movie called Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Yeah. Okay. There's a movie called Snowpiercer. Uh-huh. And um it talks about how you you can have it's talk about how one organization can control the opposition by creating the opposition. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? So like let's say um Coca Cola owns all these different brands or sub brands of soda, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you already you already might know human human well, human nature. You're going to have uh, people who are not going to like one particular brand. They're going to go to another brand because we all we're all like individuals, you know. And there's going to be some type of some type of statistic where only ninety percent like this brand and ten percent not. Well, why don't you create a second brand and give people the options where you control the options? All right. So now we're going to, you know, he's not trying to make up for anything. He just, he's, he's being pro, super pro back. I mean, I'm not saying I know his situation. I'm not saying that, but theoretically he's being super pro black because he's being told to do that. And so and beneficial. Correct. Cause they, if he, if he starts a movement, they control it. They tell him what he wanted to do and they can predict what this movement does versus the civil rights movement where they really couldn't predict what was going on. And that's why they start assassinating leaders. Where every time they get scared, when they can't predict stuff, 
people go away. Mm. I mean, think about the, and I, I want to hash about some uh, Nipsey Hustle situation. If I looked at all the data points of that, and like I said, um, there's certain things about that particular situation that I'm not okay with. And one, Speak on it. And one, move, one thing was the, and I like to say that uh, 36 pointed out, is the movements of the shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I particularly, I'm not going to say why, but I particularly was um, in a training program who we watched thousands upon thousands of video, videos of gang violence, mm-hmm. uh, cartel violence, gang violence, and stuff like that. And and they, and they pretty much they'll tell you, pretty much basically they'll tell you statistically how gang violence plays out. Um, usually it's a opportunity opportunity-based uh, action was gang violence. Is. I get an opportunity. I mean, a lot of it is assassination. You have assassinations, you have operations, but you also have an opportunity, and a lot of gang violence goes into this opportunity thing. So if I see you and I don't like you, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot you as many times as I can, fast as I can, and then get, try to get away. Mm-hmm. That's basically, if you boil everything down, that's what basically what it is. And... and um, if you look at the shooter with Nessie Hustle, he shoots him two times. He runs behind a car, right? Now, basic human nature, you'll run in between cars and not behind it because you feel safe with things on both sides of you, right? Okay. So, um, not only in basic human nature, um, he ran past the two cars. He had cars on both sides of him. And then they had a guy, a, a Caucasian white guy that was there that was talking to him that actually nobody that pulled off, talked to him, looked at Nipsey Hussle, talked to him. That probably was the handler. And he runs between the cars, runs behind the car with co- to cover. He scans because, you know, Nipsey Hussle has buddies. Comes back shooting two more times, right? And they go back behind the uh, same part of the car. Wait for retaliation. Wait for return fire. And nobody showed up. Then he runs back and shoots him in the head and kicks him in the head. Now, most gang violence, they're not going to shoot you twice. Go behind cover. Wait and wait for your homeboys to shoot back. Shoot you two more times. But wait for you. That's a tactic. Right. Now, do you do you feel that he went out there on the suicide? Was it the suicide mission? He just happened to get away? He went. If you ducking behind stuff like you going there to have a shootout, correct? Were they prepared? Correct. That's that's something that most game members let. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not talking about Sicarios or or um, you know MS13s or guys who actually have military training. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking. I'm talking about a typical American bred gang member. Especially like Crips or Bloods and stuff like that. And for the most part, you're going to come across them and they're going to have, you know, what you call a particular type of violence. Um, what I call like, I like to say violence cadence. Mm. Like, it's opportunity for the most part. Now, this is, now this is a hit or now this is, you know, it's a drive-by. But that particular type of scenario is an opportunity. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot you as much as I can, as fast as I can and get out. Now, with, with that being said... Where would the kick come from in all of this? That was just that was just ignorance. He just, so okay, so even if uh T 
to to me, I felt like that came from a place of uh, hating or just hate. Well, you, you had to dislike. Have, you had to have some type of dislike or hate to do that to somebody, especially from their own, their own gang. You know, you have to be a, a particular type of individual, and unfortunately, we have those type of vigilants around us all the time. Mm. You know, and it, like it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Our communities are so messed up. You go to Asian community, they have safe zones. You go to white community, they have safe zones. You go to Mexican community, they have safe zones where there's no gang violence and it's con- complete control by the community. We don't have that. And that allows any organization, whether it be in government, paramilitary, um, political organizations, to run operations in our neighborhoods and be undetected and it be just chalked up to gang violence or haterism. All right. That <clears throat> now I, I was I was a uh, I was on on the fence of like it's a, it's a setup, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel it's way deeper than what's being uh said or shown like yeah, that there was two other people that were shot. Like we know mm-hmm. uh, the Carrie dude was shot, shot mm-hmm. in the back. And there's a third person who was shot, but we don't hear nothing from this person. Nothing came out to where the dude Carrie was like, you know, he shot. He didn't say nothing that was said for, between the dude and Nipsey. Because mm-hmm. even if you shot, you still aware of what's going on. You're in pain, but it's not like you, you know, out, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, consciousness. Like, so you still hear everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody came and said what what was uh, associated. Uh, they did say Nipsey was like, you got me. Or something, you got me, you shot me, like, I'm good. You know, so that was some of the things, like, okay, what happened prior to that to where I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's not a setup. Because if he's telling him that, that means something must have happened to him from him. For him to say, you got me, I'm good. What makes you think I wouldn't pick somebody that you that did something to you? Oh, no, that, that's the perfect person to pick. Mm-hmm. Why would you pick anybody else? The person mm-hmm. that knows, like... And on, and on top of that, like, there was an interview a few years back where they were saying, like, you know, we have uh, you know, uh, cameras on the side. Nobody got because no. Because of this alley. Because of this alley. This alley's a dangerous alley because people could just come, pop, 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 and keep going. Mm-hmm. And they had the cameras there. We haven't seen not one clear photo. camera view, clear footage, nothing. Dude I have a face. question, right? And like I said, I'm not saying that this is exactly what happened because, like I said, I'm just speculating and just based on my information or my data point. Um, who checks himself in into a mental hospital after they shoot somebody? Exactly. That's trained. Some That is trained. That's something that I would tell somebody to do if I, if I wanted to have an exit plan. Mm-hmm. Check yourself into the mental hospital. Well, well, hopefully, you know, that he don't go and plead the insane thing and it works. Well, think about the lawyer you got. He, now, nah, he off the case. He quit. Yeah, I know he, he quit. Why do you think he quit? Yeah. Well, he said he was getting too many, too many death threats, him and his family. Yeah, and think about that, right? None of like uh, well, to me, and don't get me wrong. You know, people say was well, a hate. It's a what you call it. We we need to stop chalking everything up to us hating. 
Mm. That's that's what they. That's the same thing they train it like the TV thing that the social media. That's the way they train us. Everybody has an algorithm the way they process information from the outside world. Mm-hmm. And they know they know that you can tweak that. And everybody who's trained to say, oh, that's just haterism. That's just where our people is. That's just haterism. And it allows these organizations to run operations underneath your nose. And you just say, oh, that just wasn't even just hating on me. Mm. Now. Okay, so. The, the whole the whole Nipsey thing is. uh Um. I don't know, man. You hear things that was going on prior to that happening, right? Uh, there's word that, you know, the dude, uh, he, he was a snitch or whatever, and, you know, he told him, you know, you got to shake from here, come back with paperwork. There's also... Uh, that could be true. Actually, I, 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 I can't speak on the other thing on air, but I'll talk about the other thing on air. I don't know how true it is, but the source I got it from, it was pretty reliable. Um, you all right? Um, the thing. <laughs> <Dang. Yeah. laughs> Wake your gold mouth ass up. He's been gone for like five minutes. You all right? He's going to stare at everybody else like they all right. Are you all right? <laughs> it's going to be all right. I'll make sure everybody's still on board, man. <laughs> I hear y'all, but I'm, I'm out of it. Hey, hey. I never promised nobody nothing. Hey, hey, hey. hey. That nigga was that nigga was out. That nigga had a mad uh, face. I never seen nigga sleep mad. He was sleep sleep. <laughs> he, he looked like blind fury to sleep. That nigga sitting there look. That nigga sitting there like he's dropping that deuce, taking that deuce. Mm. Nah, mm. The message, the message was so heavy. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was over there snoring in the mic. Uh, you know, mm. what, like I said, well, there's people who are social engineers, and there's a, a term called human hacking. Like, if I wanted to find, like, if I wanted to hack a computer, I, I mean, if I don't have the, they say you have some type of encryption and whatever it's going on in your computer. I wouldn't hack your computer if it's outside of my skill range. Mm-hmm. I would hack you. Uh, what's that shit called? It's human, uh, it's human hacking. I would hack you. I would befriend you. I would find out what's going on. Something ultra. You know, MK Ultra. MK Ultra. It, well, it's kind of like MK Ultra. Um, but um, MK Ultra kind of evolved to pop culture and social media. Got it. So, you know, like I said, one of the things that um, bothers me is that we don't, we can't, differentiate because of the, the state of our community and the state of our leadership and our communities operations from actual crimes. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. Arm rest. That's too much. Arm rest. <laughs> I'm Miss Henry over there. <laughs> Remy got you gone. <laughs> drunk man, drunk man, yeah, that's me. They say he's holding the mic. 
Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you down on that freeway, man. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, they gonna sit there rocking. Slow stroke. Slow stroke. Okay, you guys, we're gonna wrap this one up. <laughs> 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 This guy is definitely ready to go. He rubbed it out. So much for me. I like it like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. They definitely need to find some girlfriends. And that might be a bright part of the film. back and forth. I'm like, man, I, I'm not going to say nothing about it, but... <sighs> On that note, man, we get out Yeah. He was holding on that mic for dear life. It'll slipped off, it'll fell off in the corner right there. That was funny. Hello. Hey brother. Anytime you uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of late for you, man. You might need to go home. Uh, oh man. Like go yeah, home, man. Home? Yeah, home. <laughs> That's it for us, man. That, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. <clears throat> I'm out of here anyway. I'm appreciate tired. no cut. Mm-hmm. Appreciate pickles. Appreciate it 36. Goes. 36. Next year he'll he be 37. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, we out of here, man. That was funny, man. Hmm. Peace. Peace. He was, he was on that mic like he was singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did you balance that and not fall off? He's holding on for their life. How, how did you balance the mic like this and not fall? Oh, don't let me fall. <laughs> he is not digging. He's not he digging was, that at all. He's <laughs> dull. I'm, th- I'm thinking, why? Why are you guys still here? <laughs> <laughs>